0: Hey, Geekitude listeners. I love gaming just as much as Joe loves gaming, and we love to talk about World of Warcraft and talk with people about it. So listen to Frazzlecast, a weekly podcast where we talk with people from around Azeroth and beyond. Find us at gnomepodcast.com or in your favorite podcast players. Just for spelling the name, it's F-R-A-Z-L-C-A-S-T. I should have thought better for naming that. My name is Joe Hogan. Many of you know me as Epic Gray's in various video games and social media. Welcome to episode 159 of Geekitude, a geek culture podcast that celebrates the inner geek in all of us. And to today, I am very excited to be joined by Kelly Hightower. How are you doing, Kelly?
1: Doing well, Joe. How are you?
0: Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, we are going to be talking about all the ridiculousness that's going to be on Disney Plus when it launches. <laughs> Yes, I'm it's very, overwhelming. Very excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before then, what have you been up to?
1: Well, I tried to narrow it down. I've been very busy lately. So I tried to narrow it down to things that were geeky or at least remotely geeky. Mm-hmm. And let me just tell you I went to visit my friend, M, who uh, is down in Charleston, South Carolina, who um, has been on a couple of my podcasts in the past. she's fantastic and i went to visit her and the uh the the her roommates and had the best time we did my first escape room and they her and her roommates and their friends are like escape room aficionados and so this Mm -hmm. was the only escape room they hadn't been to and we have escape rooms in north carolina And all of my friends have been to one. And the thing is, I never get invited to go because it's always like a last minute sort of thing. And I don't do Mm -hmm. last minute because I live so far away. And so I'll get a text like, hey, if you can be here in an hour, we're doing an escape room. And I'm like halfway through a gallon of ice cream, like haven't had a shower in three days. (laughs) And I'm like, no, thanks. Thanks for the invite. Please invite me again. You know? (laughs) So I was really excited. And it was so much fun. I highly recommend it. At first I thought like, is it going to be too easy? It was not too easy. Um, I'm pretty good at like just puzzles in general, like solving Mm -hmm. like neat little, little, little clues and things like that. And it was Egyptian based. And so that was cool. And it was really well done. Like there were lots of moving walls and things that, you know, punch in codes and, and boxes spring open. It was really, you know, like I, I thought I was like, this is like high dollar stuff um and it was at a place if anyone listens it's in south carolina it was called escape in 60 minutes um which i think is a chain but it it was i was really impressed i had a really good time i'm so far pretty good at escape rooms
0: and (laughs) and
1: and so yeah so i was like that and i was like hmm this would this would be a great first date like just, to, just to sort of like do something fun where nobody knows what's going on. Like it's sort of like you're both at sort of like equal ground and equal equal level, and you can interact and see how how people do. So I was, I was like, I would like to see lots of people in this situation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you've just created a new thing, like like comp- combining speed dating and and. Um- Escape rooms because right. you can tell right off the bat if you're going to be able to get along with this person or not.
1: Oh, absolutely! And what I thought was so great about about this experience is the uh, um, M, M is, is is a woman and and her two roommates are uh, these two guys who are fantastic. And it's weird. Before I ever met them, I used to refer to them as the cute boys because they would always, it's like when M-, when M would talk about them, they always seemed so so cute. And it was great because. I mean, I, I've been in a real ever since 2016. For some reason, I've been in a real man hating mood, and mm-hmm. um, like, two t- you couldn't find two nicer guys. You couldn't find two guys who were were I mean, personality wise different, but who like just it, it was just it was a great experience. Like, nobody was was trying to like outdo the other. Everybody was contributing. Everybody was listening to everyone else's ideas, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, well, this is nice. <laughs> I like interacting with The other 50% of the population Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) This isn't as bad As I thought it would be But but yeah so I did that And went down and spent a weekend with her And so that was fun I finally got to see Spider-Man Far From Home Oh, nice! On a 4K TV, which I feel like such a country bumpkin, I'm not used to 4K TVs. Which I know they've come out with 8K, which I guess means you're there, like you're at filming. I don't understand, (laughs) but like the whole time I'm like, this TV is so clear, (laughs) like (laughs) it's so intense. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I knew there, there was there was somebody who had such a really, I don't know what version of it was, but it was when TV started getting really, really good. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I almost can see the fact that they're in a studio. This is almost too good. Right. It was, like there was, it was a, almost too clear.
1: It was a little bit like that where I was like, it's kind of like, you know, I'm used to watching movies and knowing that it's a movie with that. I was like, I feel like I'm flying around Paris. Like, this is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I thought that's funny. I was like, I'm like an old lady. Like this is too much. Take it back to the old way. I don't like it. Like when widescreen became the standard, my mom would always be like, I don't like it when it has the black bars at the top and the bottom. Go back to the old way. I'm like, you don't understand. You're seeing more of the movie. I don't like those bars. like. I felt like very much like that. Like I'm like I don't know if I like this, but I better like it or I'm going to be accused of being an old lady. <laughs> but no, it was great. Um, and just a a quick destiny update shadow keep dropped and it is very spooky um the moon's haunted and if you play destiny and you've been playing it or if you've been waiting like like go ahead and get it but i've been stretching it out i haven't finished the campaign because i'm trying to make it last because it's the month of of spookiness and it's Mm -hmm. spooky enough where i'm like oh this counts as almost like a like a like a light horror movie so but i've been doing that so that's good. Um and uh, I bought a truck, which would very nice. Which wouldn't be a geeky thing, except um, it's a it's a it's a 1996 F150, and it was essentially free. And because I've been on the the market for a truck, because I the business I'm starting up, I need a truck to haul a small trailer. And uh, I didn't, but I didn't want to buy a thirty thousand dollar truck. And so right. I have <laughs> been looking at like Auto Trader and putting the word out. And it was so sweet. It was my mom's birthday and my dad, this is going to be the most Southern thing I've ever said. So my dad went to a Shriner's fish fry <laughs> and to buy fish plates. And one of the Shriners there had this truck with a for sale sign in the window. And so dad went up to him and, you know, d- negotiated. And so we got it for basically nothing. Cause the man had bought a brand new truck and was just, he had loved this truck that he sold. Like it's the cleanest truck I've ever seen hardly any dents there's no like it's it's in in really good condition and um and so and, and so dad came came to me when he brought me a fish plate and said <laughs> he was like your mama helped us on her birthday i found you a truck and i was like this is the best so it was very sweet <laughs> and and so far i've i've put stickers all on it i have uh put a a I've, I've done some modifications to it already i'm i've downloaded the owner's manual and i'm trying to figure out why you would need a front and rear gas tank? Because there's two gas tanks on the thing, and I still don't understand, but <laughs> I'm gonna figure it out because clearly there's a reason. Um, but I better hurry up and figure it out before I run out of gas in one of the tanks. But <laughs> so that's that's been a, a so now I'm good. I'm about to become a a Ford truck nerd, so I'm excited nice. about that and. The super geeky thing I've been doing, and we'll be doing for the rest of today when we're done recording, is I am creating a uh, Cthulhu character. I'm about to start a campaign, a uh, uh, pulp Cthulhu campaign, which is with the latest edition of Cthulhu. It's the I'm going to butcher the name, which is good because I won't summon him. It's like the um, Tep, It's like the Egyptian, okay, per, like expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love, I love Call of Cthulhu. It's a fantastic RPG especially for this time of year cuz it's super spooky and um and so yeah so I'm and, and we've got it's I'm playing with my old gaming group and we have which is nostalgic and great and we've got two new players who are this married couple that are like super cool and so I'm excited for that cuz this will be their first RPG experience they've already made their character sheets and they're very invested and so I'm like yes come into the come into the, <laughs> the <laughs> world of this will be all you think about soon soon this will be all you care about buy more dice um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so that's what that's my my rocking saturday is i'm going to to uh sit down and fully flesh out my my call of Cthulhu character so that'll be
0: great that
1: but uh, awesome. but that's that's basically what i've been up to what have you been up to
0: well, it's I, I always like when you talk about destiny because then I feel like I have permission to talk about wow. Of course, <laughs> I we played like the same
1: old game for hundreds of years. Yes, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> um, I think it was the last episode of the show. I was talking to people about how I I am desperately looking for a guild, and guilds are hard. Like it's I was I was telling somebody at work who has no experience with with guilds mm-hmm. or. Video games in general, but so she's just like fascinated by the fact that, you know, we're, we're meeting all these people online and I'm like, it takes some research. It takes some, like, you have to get into the forums and see what the, you know, have people complained about them? Are their complaints valid? <laughs> are they, and I realized that people are just like jump into a guild and I've been doing that for three years, four years. I want a guild like I had back in the day, which was small, but fun. And you really got to know the people. And so finally I have found a guild called found a green quest and they seem like just my level of crazy. So our conversations in discord are enjoyable and it's not a huge guild. So I don't feel like I'm a number. And so this, this um, you know, I haven't, I haven't paid to transfer any of my characters over to the server that they're on. So I'm just, I've just mm-hmm. rolled a new character and I'm like, let me get to know them first before I spend money and, and make sure that this is a good fit. But, but so far so good. I have found a guild and I am hoping that this will be the forever guild because, um, cause I haven't had one, I think since cataclysm and that's years and years. I've almost been, I, I don't think I've had one since I've been married. So it's been Yeah, I was to say
1: cataclysm was what I, the last time I played. That's a hundred years ago.
0: Yeah. It's forever ago. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just got out. Yeah. I mean, I just got out of a a guild that was nice, but it was huge. It was so huge that if you didn't log in every 30 days, they kicked your character out because there wasn't enough room for other people. And so, you know, you just felt like a number. And even though everybody was nice, I knew every time I said hi to the guild, they were saying hi to the person who said just hi to them, not hi to me. So, right. So that was that, and then um, this same teacher that I was talking to—we've been having lunch every day—and um, her and I are both very liberal, and um, you know, mm-hmm. just I, I, I took a couple, like took last Friday off. And it was the day that I I, I apologize to anybody who is not liberal that is listening to my podcast, but I'm going to go on a little political thing. And um, (laughs) while you're listening to my podcast and and super conservative, I'm confused. But
1: um, (laughs) instead of say to the geek, this will be like a mini like county of the geek.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, So it was the day it was the Friday that all like it was we've been calling it Trump's no good, very bad day. (laughs) <laughs> um, where he lost all the court cases and people were getting arrested and Giuliani was being in, you know, like investigate, like all this stuff is coming out mm-hmm. and I am sitting on the couch with my laptop and CNN just kind of going <laughs> you know, like, like that Michael Jackson popcorn meme. Like that was, that was me. Right. <laughs> so, um, so I've been talking to, to my friend about this and she's just, she's really down. I sent her a, an Obama reaction to something she said, and she sent me a little cry emoji. And I was like, Oh yeah, oh. I, I miss Obama too. So I'm like, I wonder if there's like a little Obama toy I can get her or something. And there is this website called the Unpo- Unemployed Philosophers Club. And they want to clarify that they are not unemployed in general, they're just unemployed philosophers. And, um, you know, they're employed just not in philosophy. But they have all of these like mm. really witty science based toys and politics stuffed animals. And everything. so I bought her this little plush Obama <laughs> and I gave it to her. And oh. I, I said, whenever you're feeling bad, I said, at least you can now hug Obama. And she was like, this is the greatest thing ever. And then I said, but, but wait, if if that's not enough and you feel like you just need a, a sense of justice. And then I pulled out a little Ruth Bader Ginsburg doll. <laughs> and so I gave her oh, two, cute. two little plush politicians. Um, because I just like, sometimes you just need to be able to be politically geeky with your friends.
1: <laughs> right.
0: So, yeah, so that's, that's, that's been my geekiness is I've been very politics geeky right now. I've been watching the, the debates um, it's if if it wasn't so scary, this would be a very. This is a very interesting time in American politics. If it wasn't so terrifying and the right. stakes were so high.
1: Yeah, I don't. I I watched the last debate, and I'm getting a little bit. I'm ready for them to narrow it down. Yeah, me too. Like I've, like I've just like I feel like like good on you. Nice show, nice show. Like of of running for president, I support your ability to run, but we're getting. Narrow down some of these people,
0: yeah. like, you know,
1: by Julian Castro, you're a great guy. You're not going to win. So let's not even
0: yeah. <laughs> like, you know,
1: let's have you talk. Let, I'd rather have like, like six of them be on the sidelines talking about what was debated. That would right. be more beneficial to me.
0: Right. Yeah. No, I absolutely you know? agree. I absolutely agree. And and I mean, I got to say this last group, I'm like, all right, Cory Booker, I I, I don't think you're going to be president. But I like I like I will subscribe to your newsletter. I like what you're saying. Well, yeah. yeah,
1: I love Cory Booker. I think and I think eventually he could potentially could make a fantastic president. I I just I feel like he's not ready yet. No, but I I like. I mean I've read his book, uh, Cory Booker United. Um, he it, he's he's a great guy. He's fantastic, and, and he it's not like he would. I mean he he certainly wouldn't do a bad job, but you know. Just put Elizabeth Warren in there. Anyway. Um- <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's, it's funny because I was reading the, the New York times where they have all their pundits talk about, like they give them a rating and then a little blurb and, mm-hmm. and <laughs> they basically called Cory Booker, the the camp counselor of the debates, because he kept kind of saying, come on, everybody can't we just get along? <laughs> Why are we yelling at everybody? And right,
1: which, you know, it's a good point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, um, Pretty much everybody with um, Gabbard, Telsey Gabbard They're just like, I'm sorry, why, why are you a Democrat? I'm, I'm confused <laughs> What?
1: Yeah Yeah, well I just, I feel, I also I don't know why they don't do This, I feel like, well, because it's much Like Carolina basketball the, the, This is the Democrats' election to lose Um, They need To quit Quit giving blurbs and Talking points and commercial Fodder to, to Republicans Mm-hmm like, I ju- like especially, especially if you know you're not going to win. If you know that, like, there's no way you're going to be able to beat, you know, the top four. Like, if you know that, and you know that going into it, and it's like, let's just be real. It's like Beto O'Rourke. I love Beto O'Rourke. Would he quit? Would shut up saying crazy shit? Because they're going to put their, that's what they're going to sample. Yes. They're going to take that track, and that's what they're going to run on the commercials to scare dumb people. You know, we're just like, I think we should take all your guns away. Like, don't say that out loud. I know you believe that, and I know you're being you're being hyperbolic when you say when you say that to an extent. Shush, because they're going to be able to use that and scare grandmas and idiots who don't understand how things work. You know,
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he he drives me nuts. I'm so, I'm so like, better go away, just go away. Yeah,
1: like like I just like I, I feel like they should have gotten together and talked about it. I don't. It's just, it's always been a circular firing squad. It continues to be a circular fire, firing squad as if we have learned nothing. And it bothers me. And I just, I feel like, I'm like, y'all are all smarter than this. Don't do this. Yeah. Don't keep saying this sort of crazy stuff to give them a video. They don't even have to do that that thing where you make a video that looks like the person that isn't the person, whatever that's called. I forget now. You don't even have to do that now because it's like, no, we've got you saying it because you're trying to make a point to other people who who, to like-minded people in the room, and it's going to be shown to non-like-minded people as bait. And I wish you hadn't said it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's for another podcast. This is about
0: (laughs) geeks. So that has been this (laughs) episode of County of the Geek. um yeah sorry (laughs) no 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 it's okay like i mean i i very rarely we very rarely talk about politics and i really don't talk about politics with ray on here because if (laughs) if if we're crazy liberal (laughs) ray takes it to like just like burn Um, everything down
1: (laughs) no absolutely like like with all all the uh, like everything that ray posts on instagram i'm like i agree but i feel like as a white woman i should not chime in because it's not my business.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I cannot comment on anything he posts on social media. Right. And, and he's like it I, you
1: are right. <laughs> right, It's like, I will, I'll give it a heart, but I will say nothing because you, my opinion should not matter more than yours.
0: <laughs> so and,
1: I will not add it.
0: <laughs> and he basically just takes, he takes stuff and he just leaves it there and he's like, I'm going to leave that here. Have fun with it. And walks away as everybody <laughs> <just sighs> cares at it. <laughs> It's uh, like, hey,
1: have you have you have you gone a couple hours and not thought about your white guilt? Here you go. Ah, damn it.
0: <laughs> damn it. Sorry. But he's so right. <laughs> he is. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. Uh yeah, always always good checking checking the privileges is Ray Vargas. Um the last thing I want to talk about, because I've had a lot of people message me and ask me about my opinions on the whole Blitzchung Hong Kong thing. Have you heard yeah. about all this?
1: So I've heard about it but I didn't dive deep into it. I, so g- please explain it to me like give me give me like the Cliss notes version of just what the background is. All
0: right, there's some there's some complicated little offshoots of it but the basic thing is is that Blitz Chung who is a player from Hong Kong um was he won a Hearthstone championship and he used his in the middle of his post game interview basically said free Hong Kong, okay. which, which of course terrifies anybody in the video game industry because China is such a big market and China will shut your shit down if they think you're against them. So okay, they automatically banned him for a year and took back his prize money. And everybody was oh. up in, and- Yeah, everybody was up in arms and they're like, how dare you do this? It's freedom of speech. It's all this stuff. And people started protesting Blizzard. And I know that when I go to BlizzCon with Raven and EJ in two weeks, that there's going to be protests. But Blizzard walked it back and said, all right, this was made very hastily. So we are going to just, we're going to give him back his money. And we're only going to ban, ban him for okay. six months. And that, that's what we're going to do. But uh, okay. so everybody's everybody's going crazy about it. And I said, okay, here's, here's my take on it. If you look at the rules that he signed up on, well, this is whether or not you agree with him or not, if you look at the rules right. when he signed up for the tournament, it basically says you cannot do that. In your, your your post-game interview is not for anything controversial or anything like okay. that. And he knew, he has said that he knew there were going to be consequences to saying it. Okay. So everybody who is flipping out on Blizzard needs to roll it back a little bit because what the company line is and what the people's individual beliefs are, are not necessarily the same thing. And good for you for protesting because right. it had a reaction, <clears throat> but but this is that whole freedom of speech myth. It's just not working for the liberal agenda right now because, because
1: right. you're not yeah. free of the consequences.
0: Yeah. We always say, that, you know, when people are like, yeah, well, it's freedom of speech. And they've been saying all this racist stuff. It's like, well, no, I mean, yes, you can say whatever you want, but that doesn't mean there aren't consequences to what you say. And and and
1: and, and just from – from, I mean, I am not
0: a lawyer, but from a legal standpoint,
1: I'm happy that they gave him his money back because he did win.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the prize money should go to him. He won mm-hmm. it. And then there are, there are repercussions of him breaking the contract if he wasn't supposed to do that in his post-interview is by banning him for six months. That seems mm-hmm. fair to me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: especially because Although- he said he knew about it.
0: Right. And then they This is
1: about it, you break a contract, there are consequences and fines for breaking a contract. He won the money. They gave him the they gave him back the money. That I was real upset with they they took the money away. Like that well, it's the, it is
0: it. in the contract that you will you will lose your if you do this, you will lose your prize money and you will be banned for Yeah, uh,
1: but they're insurance. rich. They should they should give him the money. I, oh, mean, I he, yeah. Again,
0: I don't think it was I don't think it was the people at Blizzard who were like, "Oh, okay, we need the money back." I think it was like this is what we're supposed to do. So let's do it. Cause that's what the rules say. And I, you know, I don't think it had to do with that, but, but I'm glad that they did that. And I think they're going to relook at their policies, but they're also, and you also have to understand that they are a company, you know, and I miss, I, when I say you, I mean the the general you, um, they're a company and they are there to make money. And not only is 5% of Activision owned by a Chinese company, but, there are, they make so much money from the Chinese market mm-hmm. and this is a, and, and we see it with the NBA now and all these other, other things that are coming up. I think people are starting to realize the effect that China has on our economy yeah. and on our businesses and on our daily lives in a way that people aren't comfortable with all of a sudden because they haven't been paying attention to it. And now that it's out there, people are reacting.
1: Did it, did they stream his interview live? without yes. like a 7 second delay? Mhm. Uh, what idiots.
0: Mhm.
1: I mean, I I wouldn't stream something live and I don't ha- I'm I'm not beholden to anyone. I mean, like that, without a 7 second delay, you have no idea what someone's going to say and you're protecting your brand. That should be the, right. the first thing they they implement. is they need to have someone there who's a, who can you know cut to a commercial or like you know like a technical difficulties please stand by I mean like that you're right, protecting right. a brand someone should have thought of that and they need to they need to get on their their uh, legal department for that you don't stream anything live if you've got money tied into it that's just a fool's that's a fool's errand um, because of course someone's going to, to, to have a political opinion.
0: Right, and I think that's the problem is because all of these games are run live. It's like they've since had another American, like a college team that were playing hold up, you know, how you've got the, the camera mm-hmm. pointed to you when you're streaming from home. They held up a little free Hong Kong sign, and they're like, well, now we have to ban you, too. It's like, do you guys not get that you can't do this? Right. And and so it's, you know, I, I get it. I, I you know, I I, I am not... I'm not against the cause you were fighting for. I think you're picking the wrong people to fight it with because at the end of the day, blizzard game, blizzard entertainment is not going to be able to do anything about the people in Hong Kong. This is not where you put your energy. Um, you know, go to start donating to amnesty international, get, get stuff actually that is, is going to actually have a, a consequence.
1: Well, it's like it's like that. I I forget what the context was, but there was a a woman who posed for Playboy or Hustler or some magazine, some some big big time magazine, in her Starbucks uniform, where she was naked and just wearing her Starbucks apron, and Starbucks fired her, and she was concerned as to why. And it's like, well, because you can't use a company's brand to to do. I mean, like, and it, it, it's like they they were they were right to fire you. you use their stuff. In a in a in a nudie mag, like they're not saying don't do, but don't use their name. Like you know, wear wear a green apron that didn't have a Starbucks logo on it or whatever. Yeah, like that,
0: that's just that's just stupidity right there because that's an easy fix. People know what the green apron means. Just have it without the logo.
1: Right. I mean, there's stuff like that where it's like, yeah, it, it's like when people have to put in their Twitter Twitter bio, like my opinions are my own and don't reflect my company. It, it's a smart thing to do because it, mm-hmm. you know this is the business is business and and yeah you can't you can have freedom of speech because the government's not our government's not going to stop you from saying such things but you know i i think yeah blizzard definitely has a point but i am glad they gave him back his prize money because he earned it
0: oh yeah i am too because i mean and i and i yeah. get it and i i think and there were blizzard people who are the people from the company that were protesting because they're like well this isn't right and I get it, but you also got to realize that the guy had signed something that said he wasn't going to do it, and then he did it, and he knew he yep. he knew he, there could be consequences. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's and if that he had, if like, he had so right. jumped
1: in front of a news camera on his own property, or if he had, or in the middle of you know an American, or even I think a British, uh, you know, thing, and, and held out a sign that'd have been fine, and no one could have stopped him and or done anything to him for it. Right. But you know. Not in that you're in your own Blizzards camera in Blizzards time, signing Blizzard's contract, playing Blizzard's game. Like that's a business.
0: <laughs> right.
1: They have the right to refuse you service.
0: <laughs> well, and it feels like I mean I, I used the the, the little um, giphy of um, uh, what's his name from the office Steve Carell in mm-hmm. Anchorman where he's like, I don't know why we're shouting loud noises (laughs) that's what i feel like a lot of people are doing because they're just like this is terrible it's like you don't understand what you're getting angry about stop
1: right right well that's good well thanks for clearing that up because i was going to ask you about that and forgot so
0: (laughs) yeah no a lot of people have asked me about it and so i had to do all this research because i'm like "Well, i don't want to answer without being informed and (laughs) my brother who who doesn't get into political stuff at all. Just goes so this whole Blizzard controversy, and I'm like, God damn it, what they do now, and and so I said, okay, here's here's what I've understood about it, and this is what I think, and then I said, can I just have one thing? Can I, this is just <laughs> why wow is my one thing? Can I just have one thing that doesn't have to have some sort of political consequence to it? Like my life in general's got to be political because I'm a minority, but come on. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Not going to happen.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, enough about like, sorry about the mini politics podcast, but this is, you know, this is what Kelly and I geek out about. So, you know, <laughs> that's we, right. We've been good, I've been good for 159 episodes. <laughs> it was bound to happen at some point.
1: You almost made it to 160. Almost.
0: Almost made it to 160. I, and I can't even say that the, you know, the, the opinions here are not. I can say that the opinions here are not reflective of the geek Geeky network, but, but no, they're mine. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. So we're going to go to our commercial break and then we're going to come back and talk more about co- uh, corporate uh, taking over the world and talk about Disney plus and everything from our childhood that is going to soon be streamable. <laughs> and we'll be right back. Hello friends, this is Troidal Power inviting you to join me over on Twitch most weeknights, sometime after dinner. Video games have always been a social hobby for me, with friends and family crammed together on a couch chatting away while someone holds the controller. And thanks to the power of the internet, I've got my own virtual couch over on Twitch where you can kick back and goof off while I play games.
1: Find me on Twitch by searching Troidal Power, that's T-R-O-Y-T-L-E power to snag a spot on the couch.
0: Hey Geeks, this is Capsule J. I'm a streamer on the Geek2Geek media network. If you like discovering new games and chatting with cool nerdy folks, be sure to check out my channel on Twitch. You can find it at twitch.tv slash capsulej. That's C-A-P-S-U-L-E-J-A-Y. I stream a blend of indies, retro games, and RPGs most Tuesday nights from 8pm to 11pm Eastern, and occasionally on Thursdays and weekends. Hope to see you then! I'm Void. And I'm Beach, And together, we're the geek to geek podcast. Well, we make it. It is kind of us, but I guess it's separate. Every week, we pick a topic from geek or digital culture and chat about it for a while. And you're invited. We talk about books and movies, games, comics, the internet. Or really whatever we feel like. Yeah, that too. So look for the geek to geek podcast on iTunes. Or wherever your podcasts are sold. Or downloaded. Or whatever
1: hello i'm katie and i'm chelsea and together we are tea time with katie and chelsea a podcast all about pop culture we talk about books movies music basically anything we want at this point yes we obsess about k-pop and keanu reeves and sometimes katie cries on the podcast hey that's rude but really, we are just here to talk about all the things that we love. So make sure to head over to teatimewithkc.com and geek 2 to check us out. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our show wherever you download your podcasts. Bye! Bye.
0: And we are back. And today we are talking about the ridiculous... How did, how did uh, Gizmodo say? The frankly ridiculous list of everything coming to Disney Plus at launch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which you shared with me, and I was amazed.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like. I was like, okay, it's going to be a lot of this stuff that you know. I would like, and then I realized, oh, it's everything I watched on the Disney Channel when I was like ten. Mm-hmm. Like everything. Um, was there anything on here that, like, just to start off, that you were like, oh, I'm so excited! That's the best thing ever.
1: For me, I mean, like, I mean, we'll have to jump right into it. It's the Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Not only is all of the old Star Wars stuff on there, including Clone Wars and Rebels, which I've up until now have not been able to completely watch because they were so hard to get, and I wasn't going to buy that Disney Extreme because mm-hmm. um, it seemed like a kids app. And it was it was an app. Um, <laughs> like I want to watch this stuff like you know easily on my TV. But the Mandalorian is going to uh, be available the first episode at launch. Mm-hmm. So it was going to, and it's going to be like weekly installments, kind of like Handmaid's Tale, but the Mandalorian looks fantastic. It's stars. Uh, the guy who was Oberon. uh, what was his name? Martell. I was supposed to say, not Tyrell. Ober- he was, he was Oberyn Martell in Game of Thrones. Okay. So his, let's see, I've got his actor's name here. Pedro Pascal, um, is going to be the lead in that. And there's a ton of people in it from all kinds of geeky places. Um, but yeah, I just I'm I, I'm like oh we'll immediately be able to get this in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Fantastic! I they go ahead and take my money, and they're going to do two new uh, Star Wars spinoffs. There's going to be a prequel to uh, Rogue One, or alongside Rogue One. It's from a character that was in Rogue One, so there'll be a prequel series, and then they're going to do an Obi One series that you McGregor is going to be in. So I guess I wished really hard. I don't. It's it's pretty it's pretty fantastic that I'm like oh, everything's coming up, Kelly.
0: This is great. Did you, <laughs> did you sign a devil's contract without realizing <laughs> it?
1: I may have, and I may I sh- probably should have asked for different stuff. But this would be top of the list of things that uh, that I would ask for. I the the idea of having Star Wars all in one place that I can mm. stream. I mean, it's a lazy person's dream. I, I mean, like I have, I have all the Blu-rays of all the movies. Um, I didn't, I didn't buy the series uh, of the Clone Wars or Rebels, but I definitely want to finish watching it because I had possibly gotten off the back of the internet a couple of seasons, um, and so. But now it'll be available where I could watch it and have paid mm-hmm. for it, and that's really exciting <laughs> to me. <laughs> so that was yeah. So when you shared that, that was my only thing. I was like, oh, all my Star Wars in one streamable place. And new Star Wars, fantastic!
0: I I forgot about so many of these things because I you know starting from the top of the the list is in chronological order, and so some of this I was the kid that on um, over the summer would just be I was babysat by the television and I would be playing with my toys while the television was running, but I I remember like the old Zorro films and the old Davy Crockett films that they would play on the Disney channel. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is, this is my childhood. Like the, the, the Disney specials, like um, the ugly dachshund and that darn cat and things that you never thought you would ever think about again. I'm like, I were Darby Darby O'Gill and the little people. Did you ever watch that?
1: No, I, a lot of that, I, see, we didn't have the Disney channel until I was about 10 or mm-hmm. 11. And at that point, yeah, I had kind of, I had kind of moved on from it. Um, yeah. Cause we lived out in the country, so it was not available for North Carolina cable gotcha. until, <laughs> until the, until, you know, the late eighties, but, the- but I rented a lot of the stuff. Like I, w- I remember, I remember, I remember going to the video store and renting that darn cat, like the little series and stuff that they had. Like there's a lot of the stuff that I, I, it's definitely, either wanted to see or, or worked hard to see.
0: Uh, one of the things I was most excited about was um, I don't know if you've ever seen Candle Shoe with uh, Jodie Foster when she's like twelve. <laughs>
1: yes, I have seen that.
0: So good, and I like. I hope I hope it holds up because I haven't seen it in decades. But right. but I remember that being kind of the first like kids against the the adult criminal machine. <laughs> um, like there's people trying to take over their, their home. So there, it was like, like old school home alone. And they think right. it was so cool. Like you go set up that trap for them. That in the witch mountain series, which is also going to be on here.
1: All that like, it, it's, the list is so amorphous. It's like, it just, you know what? Like, I don't know where other people are going to start. Like I'm starting star Wars, but I don't know where other people are going to start. Like, and then, and then what this means for like the Marvel series, like all the different, like uh, the, the whole Marvel stuff. Oh, yeah. like, I, it's crazy. Um, oh, it's crazy. Oh, and, and
0: oh, go ahead. I was going to say the original Darkwing Duck, duck, uh, all the honey, I shrunk the kids movies. Um, the X-Men animated series is on there. Um, everything that has ever been Muppets will be on this thing. And I'm a huge Muppet. Yeah. The Sandlot things. I didn't even think were Disney. Um, a lot of kids were talking about, um, a lot of people were talking about the, um, I think recess or something like that's on there. Yeah. Recess, which is way past my childhood. So that's not my thing, but for some of the, uh, Mine too. so people in their, their twenties and, and early thirties, I guess they're like, Oh my God, I didn't even, I thought recess was Nickelodeon. Nope. It's on here.
1: When you think about all the different, I mean, like, we forget how much stuff Disney has purchased. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I've said, I'm happy for Disney, Amazon, and Google to run my entire life and to be my everything. Mm -hmm. I will go to that church and worship. They, they, I don't, and, and this, you know, forgetting anything, you know, inhuman that they may do. They know how to run a business. Mm-hmm. They know how to to get stuff delivered to my house the next day. And they know how to give me quality programming. And now they're going to put it in my face for $12 a month? Mm-hmm. Uh, fantastic. <laughs> like, uh, yes, please.
0: Um, there was a... I mean, a lot of people, there's a lot of people like us who are like, oh, my God, all the things. There is also a faction of people who are like, do you realize how much Disney now owns? <laughs> like, does this alarm you yeah. at all? <laughs> because it is it is everything. It is absolutely every TV series that was, every cartoon that had a Marvel character in it is on here. Yeah. Including, I think, Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends. I believe that's on here somewhere. Yes, yeah, Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends, which I've gone back and watched, and it's terrible. But it's just kind of the right kind of terrible where you can go, oh, my God, I can't believe this was ever made. But I can't stop watching because it's amazingly awful.
1: Like, uh, just I mean, not even to mention the Disney stuff, the Pixar stuff, Mm -hmm, like the Pixar mm -hmm. stuff that I never saw because I don't have a kid. And so, like, I just recently saw Moana because it was on Netflix. Like, I, you know, things I'm never going to actually go see because I'm not going to put forth the effort to go check out by myself. But I will certainly enjoy watching from the comfort of my couch On a Saturday afternoon when nothing else is happening Like, you know Absolutely It's just When I just looked it up It's not even $12 a month It's $7 a month I I
0: it, that's it, nothing. It, it's a cup of coffee. <laughs> it's it's, it's <laughs> yeah. overwhelming. It's overwhelming the amount of stuff that's on here. I mean, things that I knew were Disney but just haven't thought about like forever, like bed knobs and broomsticks. And I think mm-hmm. being, a, being a teacher, I think the fact that my kids are probably going to start watching this stuff – because did you ever watch The Brave Little Toaster? Yes. Okay. So I have a great T-shirt that has all of the characters from The Brave Little Toaster but as their regular – items like they don't have any faces on them or anything. And I will wear that shirt and it's kind of a, a geek, a geek litness test where people right. will be like, oh my God, is that a brave little toaster? Like, yep, yes it is. And and my kids, there will be like two or three every once in a while that will be like, oh my God, that's the brave little toaster. But the rest of them like, I don't understand what your t-shirt is. And so it's it's cool that these kids are going to be seeing all this stuff that was like so formative to me when I was a child.
1: Yeah. Well, I also checked, they're going to have an app that you can put on your Roku or your PS4, your Xbox One. Like, the the app is going to be available for download. Nice. Um, And, like, the thing for me about all of this stuff is kind of like with what iTunes did to the music industry. They're they're Mm -hmm. like, artists make their money through commercials and touring. They never made their money from record sales. All that went to some middle distributor. Right. And typically, because, you know, not all of these these uh, musicians had the right people around them, they often got taken advantage of. I like when you can put something out and you don't have to go through a bunch of middlemen. You don't have to go through a distributor. That's why, Netflix, right. that's why HBO always had, up until Netflix came out had the best original programming because they didn't have to go to anybody. They paid for it. Mm -hmm. They advertised it. They put it out. And so they didn't have to get it approved. Nobody was taking huge cuts out of it. Same way with Netflix. I mean, Netflix, I mean, you know, there's a bird box here or there, you know, but the majority of their stuff's quality and they can do what they want. They don't have to worry about what Tide, what Procter & Gamble is going to think about it. They don't need them. And so, so the idea that now Disney even though I think they had their own, of course, had their own distribution and stuff. Like, they just directly, like, here's the thing we like and we want you to see it. Look at this. I'm so happy about that. I want artists and, and creators to be able to get to me as quickly and as, as efficiently as possible so that they can get the most of my money. Of the money that I put forth into the entertainment industry, I would like them to get a bigger, you know, the biggest cut they can get out of it. And so, you know, the the idea that you know, I keep hearing like stuff like this is going to ruin TV. Fine, TV sucks. I mean, everybody loves <laughs> Raymond as a shitty show. Like, you know, like that. How many how many more of these sorts of like crappy TV shows do we have to sit through? It's why we watch The Office continually because it was a solid show that everyone could kind of relate to. Like, it not like it was right, some absolutely. sort of groundbreaking stuff. Like, the, like TV is crap for a reason. They ha- they're indebted to advertisers and, and they, you know, are basically, you know, some of, some of that stuff is basically going out for free because of the advertisers. If I pay you money, give me exactly what I want and, and make it the best that it can be without having to be, to compromise because you're worried about, you know, some, some, you know, Goodyear backing out. Like it, like that, that, I like, I like that sort of direct thing. And if, it's like the idea that it destroys something in the process. I'm the only person I know who still has cable. And I have it because I pay for it so that my dad can have it because he watches yeah. Westerns and he can't figure out how to get Westerns on a Roku.
0: So you, like- you know me. You know me. We still have it. We cannot cut our cable. Like we keep trying. Um, and then they give us such a ridiculously low price because we have to – and they bundle it with our cable, our uh, internet that it's like can yeah, we try and get too. rid of yeah, they're like, well, well just basically you're just paying for your internet at this point. And we're like, all right. And then the yep. bill goes back up after 6 months and you're like, all right, we have yep. to get back to this. Let's just cut the cable. And then you call and say, "Hey, we don't need the cable anymore." Well, here's a new deal. It's just basically paying for your internet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the cycle. Right. Like,
1: yeah, like it's it's especially when when HBO and Star and Stars and Showtime started going a la carte where you could just buy them. Mm-hmm. I mean cable needs to figure it out And step up its game There's a whole generation of boomers That are not going to be here much longer And then cable's going to be screwed Because mm-hmm. people my age and younger Can't afford it Like it's not even like like Don't need it You can't afford that Because we because you have to have Netflix You have to have Hulu I have to have CBS Because there's a new Picard show coming out They got my Star Trek on that I got right. my Trek and my Wars covered At this point My life is pretty good <laughs> Um <laughs> So, so if, so if someone came out with a with a with a better version of BritBox, because I don't like BritBox, um,
0: no BritBox is awful. Acorn
1: on Acorn on on Amazon Prime is is not too bad. It's just a little expensive um, mm-hmm. for what it is. But you know, like if you had me, if I could get a, a couple of BBC channels up in here and pay for them, I would definitely do that. And re- I'd rather pay the exact same amount I'm paying for cable and just go through seventeen different people to get exactly what I want and and you know it's just it's just like the way of the it's just the way of the times i mean this with disney doing this disney basically showed up to the high school reunion in a giant helicopter and climbed down on a diamond ladder surrounded by you know beautiful models of all genders as dates and just stormed (laughs) into the class reunion like what now what now Mm -hmm. i own everything Mm -hmm. i am opulence and you can be yours for little to nothing. Just be my friend. Like, oh yeah, sure. I'm your friend. We're your best friend. Let's 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 get to watch it. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. I mean, it's Captain so Marvel exciting. alone. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I just it, and I know that that makes people like oh well people like, you know, people aren't buying the Blu-rays or whatever. That's fine. That's a bunch of plastic. We don't need it. If we can just get I it, was just it's thinking better that. for the environment. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I was it's just better. thinking Yeah. And it's, if you think about it, people who we sound like a commercial for Disney Plus, I don't care. Um,
1: I wish (laughs) they'd pay me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, seriously. um, If you're going to rent one of these, well, if you're going to rent two of these movies from Amazon Prime on a month, you're already spending more than you're going to spend on just Disney Plus. And for somebody who really at some point wants to be able to go back and watch the entire MCU. In any order I want, like, th- th- it, it pays for itself just right there. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is I can, I, I, poor, poor Matt, he does not know what he's in for yet, because <laughs> I am basically going to sit down and be like, all right, tonight we are watching this. Well, what's this? It was something that you're not going to like from my childhood, and you're going to enjoy it. And we're going to move on. <laughs> just, shut up. If you want to know who, if you want to know who I am, this is stuff <laughs> I watched when I was a kid growing up.
1: You can bring your laptop in here and do something else. This is what's going to be on. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs>
1: um, one of the things that Mike, as 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 we're talking, I'm sort of scrolling through this uh, Tech Radar article, and I didn't realize this, but it makes sense. Um, they're not Disney Plus is not going to have any R-rated stuff on it. Um okay. But all that stuff is going to go to Hulu. So it, anything okay. that Disney owns that's R-rated will be available on Hulu. On Hulu. And like, um, so it's like it's so I like so though Disney has now closed its acquisition of Fox, it's unlikely then that the R-rated Deadpool will come to Disney Plus. There's talk over a PG-13 take on Deadpool 2's X-Force on the platform. So yeah, like. So there might be some stuff that you're not going to be able to get, but you'll be able to get it somewhere else and now they'll mm. be able to do an x-force potential like like right. you know like like they'll be able to do so much more stuff. They'll be able to create more stuff. It's like when Jessica Jones came out on Netflix and you're like, "Oh my god, they're able to do so many different things because now there's fewer people to appease. Disney ain't got to appease nobody. They can make whatever they want. So we're going to get more quality content of just stuff that they're just people are just sitting around waiting to make. I'm excited.
0: It, it's funny. Was it you that I was talking to about um, Kevin Feige taking over all of Marvel everything?
1: I knew about that, but I don't think what you and I had talked about it.
0: Okay. Cause my, my reaction was, can he just be president? Because I know at least then our narrative will be consistent and I will trust the people that he puts in power. <laughs>
1: right well who is it that does all the um the things that piss people off i think it's paul it's paul feige who does the he did ghostbusters with the with women and right, yeah, right. like he, like anything melissa mccarthy's involved in, he puts out like like i i'd have him as president um <laughs> i'd take him <laughs> i take a ghost from the ghostbusters anyway so <laughs> 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 as we talk about in my queer book club about how we, we call it the uh, i'd vote for a bowl of hair <laughs> I'd vote for a bowl of hair. Like that's who I would vote for. A bowl of just hair. <laughs> I would get my vote. Um, <laughs> uh. But no, yeah, this is this is. I'm ju- oh, I'm so excited.
0: For just now, we have no right dollars. to be. I know we have we have no right to feel uh, disappointed. But is there anything on here that or that's not on here that you kind of wish there would be? <sighs>
1: tv show i can't complain um <laughs> what am i gonna complain about i must get to see more tim tim Hiddleston. i'm gonna get my hiddlesticks fix forget it i mean there should be i guess uh, just a show called hot super dudes for kelly i'm disappointed that that has not been <laughs> launched or greenlit um but i'll keep waiting uh, <laughs> no what about you is there anything that you notice it's not there
0: yes but well, I understand why it's not there and because they have a kind of a consistent theme. The original um, Muppet series is not on here.
1: Oh, from the 70s. Um,
0: from the 70s, and I'm guessing because there's so many people. and It's it's the same reason why you can never get the Carol Burnett show on streaming mm-hmm. something because there's so many performers that they'd have to get contracts with and so much music that they'd have to get the rights right. for. So, So that's why I'm pretty sure the Muppets – the original movie or the original series is not on here, and then because again, defining part of my childhood, um, uh, kids incorporated <gasps> for what I assume is the same reason.
1: Yeah, oh, I forgot about Kids Incorporated. K I D. I can remember theme <laughs> song better than 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 anything else. Yeah, no, I remember Kids Incorporated. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of. Isn't that interesting? How you have to go back and and do all that. Although Disney has the money, I guess it's just the time they'd have to.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it will eventually happen. It's just, you know, they're launching what they have now and they're going to, they're going to keep adding stuff. So when that happens, it's going to be this big fanfare of we got all the music. Here you go. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think that's why the the Mickey Mouse Club's not on here, because like most of our pop artists today started off at the Mickey Mouse Club, like the right. ones that are like a little older, like just Justin Timberlake's and the Britney Spears is um, Those were all Mickey Mouse Club people. And Fergie was on Kids Incorporated.
1: Oh, right. I forgot Fergie was on. Oh, man.
0: Her and Martika.
1: Martika did Toy Soldier, didn't she?
0: Uh, I think so. We're old. Um, <laughs> we are old
1: I'm like, I had that cassette single
0: <laughs> And then, <laughs> then oh,
1: Eminem sampled it for a song And I was like, I remember when this song originally came out The <laughs> of <laughs> the time like, I also, for some reason Maybe it's because it's just T's But it was Martika Toy Soldier And Timmy T's One More Try Were two of my favorite mm-hmm. cassette singles From back in the day
0: Ah. Uh, there there are some people listening to this right now that are like, oh, my God, these are my people. And There are some people that are listening right now who are so young that they're like, I have no idea the words that are coming out of these people's
1: mouths. Yeah, do yourself a favor. Go to iTunes and just listen to Mar- anything from by Martika and al- also by Timmy T because it was the only song that I think yeah. either of them ever really did
0: and if if you don't know what like we should probably stop because we're we're assuming we're assuming knowledge that probably is not out there kids incorporated was i think i want to say the 80s yeah early 90s and it was the 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 premise was that these kids were in a music group and they would perform at this like cafe for tweens and Then there would be an adventure where they lived a life, learned a life lesson, Mm -hmm. um, every week, and they would always sing these like big pop songs, and there'd be these huge production numbers. It was like basically a variety show for kids. It was amazing. It
1: was okay, so i just Wikipedia. It's it was on from 1983 to 1992. It went a long time.
0: Well, because there was like it was. It was like the Power Rangers. Like every other season, they had an entirely new cast because everybody would age out.
1: It was like a Mickey Mouse Club for for non Disney.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it, it didn't have a Disney theme, but it was definitely Disney produced. Like, I'm here pretty we go.
1: Sure. Stacy Ferguson was on uh, season first seasons one, one through six.
0: <laughs> yeah, she she was she was the the baby of the mm-hmm. group. And and then by the time it was, you know, sh- I don't think anybody closed the season out that started like because they all aged out. But she was the one who stuck around the longest.
1: Yeah, no, she. Yeah, she is the, the one who was on the most seasons. That's fa- that's fascinating. I can't wait to go back and. Or not. Yeah, I can't. I, I tried, no, we can't. I'm <laughs> trying to find them. I'm trying to. Well, so now. Well, here's the good thing is that now, because this is, is spurred, we're not the only ones who are thinking this it's, that's gonna end up falling off the back of the internet somewhere yeah, or be on right, exactly. YouTube for a limited time.
0: <laughs> yeah, the you could definitely go on and catch little episodes of Kids Incorporated mm-hmm. on, on YouTube and it's they're they're not like let me be clear. This is not quality television. <laughs> it was quality television to tweens in the late eighties, early nineties. So oh, yeah, no, it's it,
1: not good. It's just nostalgic. No
0: yeah and I and I may have to do what I did with um with goonies where I can't watch goonies anymore because as a teacher, it's just screaming children to me, so I just have to remember how much I loved it before I became a teacher and lost my soul. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, the thing about goonies I, cause I, I've, I not so much about the screaming children thing, but the thing about goonies to me is it always gave me anxiety because even as a child, I was like you guys are going to get in trouble. Like that was always like, where are your parents? Because I was such a rule follower as a child. Like mm. the idea of like, we're going to sneak out and go into this like haunted cave and climb down a well. And I'm like, you're going to get hurt. Like the entire time <laughs> I was like, I could never, I could never do any of this. I'd be too afraid. I'd be too worried. I was going to get in trouble. I'd be too scared of the, the family who kept sloth in the basement. Like <laughs> I am like, I'm, like oh, couldn't do any of this.
0: Okay, because
1: you know what that makes me smart. Yes, um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> we were the responsible. See, this is what happens to responsible good kids when when they get older is that we just get <laughs> angry and bitter at the world because we're like we followed all the rules, damn it!
1: <laughs> where's our where's our where's our reward? I guess the reward is this Disney Plus. Um, <laughs> I'll take it.
0: Well, I will. I will let you know that that in my my search to see if we could find Kids Incorporated on. YouTube there is actually a kids incorporated channel that has all nine seasons. So we don't need, we don't need your Disney plus we can get kids incorporated on. Wow. Own. <laughs> um, that's
1: right. We can watch it on YouTube.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So well,
1: that's good to know.
0: Very exciting.
1: We're living in interesting times, Joe, it, interesting it times. True. Like the world's on fire. But we're about to get 4,000 shows that we, <laughs> we'll be able just to zone out to and forget about the world.
0: It's 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 a little bit of bait and switch, but you know what? Um, it, it, at some point, you just got to have to say, I've got my TV. I'm fine. I'm fine. We're good. <laughs>
1: exactly. I'm good. <laughs> uh, th- this will do. This will do. This will do.
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, like I, when when the whole the whole Wow thing came out. I said to my brother, I was like, I've marched, <laughs> I've flown, I've flown to Washington, and I've marched. I've done all this stuff. I just want to play my Wow. I just want to kill things. I want right. I want to kill internet dragons. That's all I want to do. Like, please.
1: yeah that's whenever whenever i switch back over to to playing whatever assassin's creed is current it's like i just want to sneak around corners and stab soldiers can i just do that please (laughs) i just want to quietly i don't want a quest i don't i just want to hide behind a barrel wait for a guy to walk by and then jump out and cut his throat is that so wrong (laughs) (laughs) this is how i unwind they're not real (laughs) it's fine
0: (laughs) oh well, this has been this has been wonderful. I'm I am so excited about this. I think when it finally launches, like we're just going to be texting each other, going, "Oh my god, I'm watching this right now." Oh yeah, well I'm watching this right now. <laughs> you have to watch this. All right, I'm it's it's watching that. Right, exactly. I'm
1: switching over now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a there's a podcast here. Somebody is going to do a Disney Plus podcast where they just go through and watch everything and talk about it. And it can't be me because I have no time. Yeah,
1: well, you know, it's it's uh, it'll be good work if they can get it. Speaking speaking of that, it's just unrelated, but just I just found out about it last night. Apparently, and I, I brought up the office earlier, so the office is going to NBC, and you have to buy that service. And I haven't an, an issue with that, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I've been getting it for free for years now, so I get it. But uh, Jenna Fisher and Angela uh, Kinsey, who played Angela and Pam. Mm-hmm. Have just started a podcast, the two of them, where they're going, starting at episode one of The Office, and they're doing a podcast about every single episode, and they're talking about filming behind-the-scenes stories, reacting to the episode, and they're going to have other Office guests that pepper on.
0: Oh, my God. And I thought,
1: you guys are going to make a fortune because i will listen to the both of you tell me crazy stunts from because i remember every episode so like i'm like what a fantastic idea i'm glad that neither of you are working enough where you have the time to do this (laughs) 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 because they'll get enough casper mattress ads and you know squarespace ads to certainly pay for their time so (laughs) Like I can't wait to subscribe to this. And I can't I, I think it's like I cannot remember the name of it, so I'm I'm not prepared. But just Google their names and look for podcasts. Cause I, I can't wait to sign on for that. Because that'd be a great one just to have in the background. It's like a background podcast. It
0: it is very possible that again, if I had the time, I would do this. Um there there's going to be a podcast about that podcast about the office <laughs> because there there's gonna be so many people. <laughs> fanning out about that podcast that it's going to spurn. It's, it, it's, it's, it's podcast. Uh, what's it called? It, Inception. Inception.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for it. I want to, like, I, because the third person down, like the third podcast down from that is going to mm-hmm. be really interesting to me. Like mm-hmm. the podcast about the podcast about the podcast about the office that one is going to have some fantastic posts, and I'm going to really get into that one because by that time it'll be so removed from what the original one was.
0: And then it's gonna it's gonna <laughs> have you're right. There's gonna be internet factions that Know this is the better podcast because you're just, make, oh, you're, yeah. just you're just on the back of our podcast. And it's just like, yeah, but our past our podcast is alternative. We're the edgy ones that are talking More about better. the podcast of the podcast.
1: That's gonna be great. Oh. I, I, it, 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 the world just keeps getting better. <laughs>
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, this is awesome! Like, I I think I'll just take a week off. We'll just take a week off in Disney Plus at all.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean when it when it launches, everyone should just call it a work that.
0: <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Let's
1: make it a national holiday.
0: You know what? Screw that. I teach English, and if you're reading, writing, li- speeding, speaking, or listening, you are covering content. I'm just gonna. We're just gonna stream this during class. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just, just make a Disney Plus the- unit. <laughs>
1: If you weren't if you weren't the, the favorite teacher before, you just became the favorite teacher.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: But yeah, so well good. And that launches does that launch the twelfth?
0: Um is that when it the twelfth of when? November. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, that's In right. Less I, than a month. I, I'm gonna need content then, so yes, that's fine.
1: <laughs> Yay! Oh gosh. Good times.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh any shout-outs this week?
1: I have a general shout-out to local curators of museums and here's the thing. I don't have you ever been cuz I know Palm Springs has one. Have you ever been to the Palm Springs Museum? Mhm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where it ta- it ta- yeah. So there are people who work at these places. They don't make tons of money. This is not like the Met. Mhm. I have spent the last couple of weeks going and touring these things with a program that I'm working with. All these local places, these restored historical homes that have tour, tour leaders that go through. Shout out to people who keep local history alive and make it interesting and make it relevant.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've had some fantastic tours of um, especially I had no idea uh, the county that I live in has an incredibly rich African-American history that you know they did not teach us in school, even though right. fi- we were 50-50 uh, black and white. And I had no idea that in my hometown, we had a uh, one of the first African-American prep schools. Oh, wow. Which was converted, all the dormitories torn down, all the beautiful you know brick buildings were all torn down to make my middle school. Which I had, and that none of that is referenced on the campus. None of that is talked about, and it's basically being saved and preserved in um, some of the satellite teachers' housing that was, you know, people lived in for years, and then they they then finally sold it back to, to members of the historical community mm-hmm. who now run tours in these homes that show you what it used to look like and show you the things that they did. It's it's so, it, it's just so much rich history. That went up into the 70s, like it wasn't even like ancient history, that we should be taught in schools, things that we should, you know, be, be the things that we should know about the places where we live. Mm -hmm. And it's there and it's available. And so the shout out is to the people who put all that stuff together and do all the research and get all the photos and make all the timelines and stuff because it's so fascinating. And it's such a labor of love. And I know that they don't make any money from it. Right. Um, But it's so valuable. So shout out to those people. You're you're doing good work.
0: Yeah, and that's honestly like, I I I know a lot of people go, oh, that sounds like yeah, history is great, but I don't know that I want to spend a weekend doing it. You'd be surprised how like it's very good storytelling. Like these people tend to be really yeah. good storytellers and be able to recount what happened back in the day in a way that makes it like, oh wow, I like it's just it's fascinating.
1: Yeah, and it, and it's it's a it's a. Uh, my both sides of my well my mother's f- side of the family has been in this general area like within 100 miles for the past 300 years mm-hmm. i'm so white and so probably inbred um but <laughs> but like you know like so this stuff is it it's it matters to my family like like mm-hmm. potentially to like my ancestors were living in this town during this time or right? and you know and, and see you know you could see the things that were happening in these ancient pictures from the 1800s um you know that have been beautifully digitized and colorized and, and are just so fascinating. And 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 it's, it's, I don't know. I like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of nothing matters, Right. but then if you, but but it's important and it's, it's interesting to understand sort of where your area, the people who are from your area from the area that you're living in now, where they came from and, and what they went through and why attitudes might be the way they are or why, you know, and why things are named what they're named. And, you know, this is this, you know, the, the, You know, Jim P. Jefferson Building. Well, who is Jim P. Jefferson? Like, read the stuff underneath. Like, figure out why would they name a building after him? Because it's it it can be incredibly fascinating and important.
0: We're gonna have to do that because all of our stuff out here is Native American, and um, and then we got the Hollywood thing, and so there's plenty of stuff in Palm Springs that you know you can see both sides of it. So. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, nice like, and take
1: a take a weekend, and it it's usually free, so it's like a free thing to go do, and they just ask for a donation, or they get grant money if you sign their guest book. So, I mean, like, it's not an expensive thing to do. No, not and at then all. And you can be you can be better you can be better than everyone around you. Cuz like, oh, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, nothing. I you know sat around the house. Well, I toured several local museums. You hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a way to be better than everybody. Nice.
0: <laughs> um,
1: so, so what about you? What's your shout out?
0: Well, I do have a quick shout out to my new guild, Found a Green Quest on Zuljin, um, because they are very welcoming, and I'm very excited to meet a bunch of people that I think are about my kind of crazy. So that's good. But I do have to give a huge shout out to my husband this week because he kind of did the the really the really nice unexpected husband thing that that sometimes spouses do. Um, mm-hmm. I have rehearsal at school on Mondays and Tuesdays and I'm there until six. And then I fight two hours of traffic home. And so he decided since we had a very busy weekend last weekend, and we're going to have a very busy weekend this weekend, he's like, there's a hotel at the end of your street. We're going to put you up for two nights and you don't have to drive home. And it was wonderful. But oh, nice. uh, yeah, that was really nice. And then, on Tuesday, I'm getting ready and I'm getting my kids together. We were um, rehearsing um, the innkeeper's song from Lemus and it's crazy because there's like 50,000 things going on at once and I've got you know maybe 20, 25 kids that are trying to you know stay stay as quiet as they can while I'm dealing with other groups of kids. And one of the kids looks mm-hmm. at me and goes, um, Mr. Hogan and he points over my shoulder. And I turn around, and there is my husband with four dozen donuts for my students. He he drove all the way from Palm Springs. He did not have work that day, so he uh, he just came out just to just to sit and watch me do my drama thing and bring my kids donuts. Oh, yeah, that was, that was so sweet. It was. And so then, before I went back to the hotel, we went out to dinner, and then he went home, and I went to the hotel, and it was just a very very sweet. Romantic gesture so I I thank him very very much for that that's my little shout out this week
1: Oh he's a good man
0: He is very much so All the music in this episode is by Ben sound is being used under a creative commons license you can find more music by Ben sound at BenSound.com. sound.com Geekitude is a proud member of the geek to geek network check out other geek to geek shows such as the geek to geek podcast tea time with Katie and Chelsea dragon quest FM and sometimes rob also, check out our Twitch streamers Capsule J and Twiddle Power, and make sure to join our Reddit community at r forward slash Geek to Geek Cast, or join us in Slack or Discord where you can chat with us in real time. I have made a concerted effort this week to be on Discord every day because I have neglected our Discord listeners. So if you're on Discord, you can come visit me. I <laughs> I, I check in on my my breaks and see what everybody's doing. You can currently find us at geektitude.com as well as on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and most other podcasters out there. Please leave us a review and spread the word. If you'd like to contact me, you can send me an email at joehogan at geektitude.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Geektitude or me personally at Epic Grays. Kelly, where can we find you?
1: You can find me at Kelly Disagrees on Twitter and Instagram. Um, come follow me if you want to hear sometimes funny things. And that's Kelly K E L L E Y. Awesome.
0: Well, thank you for for joining us today. Um, I I miss you. <laughs> like I said, we've been.
1: <laughs> I miss you too.
0: <laughs> we've been. Uh, there's been so much stuff going on. I'm like, we need to record with about you know state of the geek, but neither of us have the time or the energy. <laughs>
1: No, no, I'm dead inside. No, I
0: can't. Yeah, <laughs> no, it can happened.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, everyone, until next time, uh, remember this week, keep it geek. Bye. Greetings, programs. And applications. I'm Ben. And I am Keith. And we are the, the two, two Gay, gay geeks. geeks. We are the nerds behind TG Geeks webcast, where we talk about sci-fi, comics, film, horror, genre. You name it, we talk about it. We release an episode every Monday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. You can find us on iTunes, Blueberry, Spreaker, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Also, look us up on YouTube. And, of course, we can be found at tggeeks.com, where you can find not only our webcast, but articles about other geeky goodness. So come along for the wildest ride in the potosphere. Did you just say potosphere?